Welcome to an encouraging devotional from Grow Closer to God. Today's reading is titled, Unity Through Divine Design. In Genesis chapter 2, God put his final touches on all of creation by creating humanity. God did not create them with children so that they would experience the joy and responsibility of nurturing and growing life, just as they cared for the Garden of Eden. The Garden of Eden was their home, a place of abundance and divine connection. Genesis 2 ends with an emphasis on unity in relationships, drawing inspiration from Scripture to guide us in living harmoniously with one another. In Genesis chapter 2 verse 15, the Bible reads, Then the Lord God took the man and put him into the Garden of Eden to cultivate it and keep it. Within the confines of the Garden of Eden, Adam had everything he needed to thrive. He enjoyed a unique relationship with God, walking and talking with him. His interaction with God was not one of dominance, but partnership. He was entrusted with the task of managing and caring for all aspects of the earth, under God's guidance. It was clear that unity and cooperation were foundational to God's plan. Genesis continues in verse 18. Then the Lord God said, It is not good for the man to be alone, I will make him a helper suitable for him. While Adam worked diligently, it became evident that he needed a companion who could share in his purpose. Eve was created as a partner, someone who would stand alongside Adam, complimenting and supporting him. It was God's intention for them to experience a deep, unified bond. This partnership was not merely about assistance but about the oneness of their being, a beautiful union reflecting the divine nature of God himself. As God brought man and woman together inside of his community, they experienced life on a level that few experience today. There were no barriers between God and humanity, until disunity entered the garden. The snake excelled at craftiness and in Genesis 3, the man and the woman listened to the voice of the snake and damaged God's perfect unity between himself and humanity. From that moment on, the unity between the God of creation and humanity would continue to degrade despite God's attempts to bring a group of humans back into unity. Jesus in John chapter 17 verse 21 said, that they may all be one, even as you, Father, are in me and I in you, that they also may be in us, so that the world may believe that you sent me. Jesus' earthly ministry emphasized the significance of unity in a divided world. He taught that unity was a reflection of the divine nature. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit exist in perfect harmony and oneness. Jesus lived out this unity, demonstrating the possibility of living in perfect unity with God and one another. Unity was not about uniformity but about a shared purpose and love that bound them together. Paul in Ephesians 4 verse 3 encourages believers to be diligent to preserve the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. Through his life, death, and resurrection, Jesus made a way for humanity to be reconciled to God's perfect unity. The Bible serves as a powerful reminder of the consequences of disunity and disharmony in societies and individuals. Jesus sent the Holy Spirit to empower and guide us into the unity of faith. This divine presence within us enables us to live in unity with God and with one another, fostering healthy relationships in our families, friendships, and communities. As believers, we have the privilege and responsibility to cultivate unity in our relationships. Here are five practical ways we can apply the principles of unity in our daily lives. 1. Pursue humbleness, follow Christ's example of humility and selflessness, considering others as more important than ourselves. 2. Extend forgiveness, forgive as Christ forgave us, releasing grudges and fostering reconciliation. 3. 
Embrace love, love one another deeply, for love covers a multitude of sins and binds us together. 4. Practice communication, communicate openly and honestly, seeking understanding and resolving conflicts in a spirit of grace and truth. 5. Cultivate empathy, seek to understand the perspectives and feelings of others, showing compassion and kindness. Psalm 133 verse 1 says, Behold, how good and how pleasant it is for brothers to dwell together in unity. Living in unity is God's desire for us. By embracing the principles of unity found in Scripture and relying on the empowering presence of the Holy Spirit, we can experience harmonious relationships with our spouses, children, friends, and neighbors. Let us remember that unity is not simply a lofty ideal but a tangible expression of our faith and a powerful testimony to the world around us. Thank you so much for joining us today and we hope to see you again. Don't forget to look at the show notes for links to help expand your podcast experience with Grow Closer to God.